Cam, thank you for being on the show, brother. I want I want to talk about something. I play I played a little bit of Sexy Red <clears throat> uh, to start the show. You kind of involved in your own little like viral moment with Sexy Red and, and the Jets and you know seeing all that come together. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, bro. Like it's funny. Like I was I'm a, a huge NFL guy. Like I work in sports, so it's natural. So I watch Hard Knocks every Tuesday when it was coming on before the Jet season started. And so that night when the episode aired, that they had the clip where they were all turning up to uh, ski eat. And training camp, bro, I was like, next morning I'm posting this on Complex. Like, because I know ESPN is not going to jump on it. I know Bleacher Report is not going to jump on it, bro. I know, like, it's a little bit too rough around the edges for them. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I'm posting it, bro. Like, I got up, I posted it on Twitter, and then I posted it on Instagram, and it just went crazy. She interacted with it on Twitter. Um, and, like, just, it caught, it caught fire. And, like, I'm not going to take any credit for it because, like, it was on Hard Knocks, but I think once I posted it on there, now you see like Sports Center posted it immediately after like Stefan Diggs did the celebration, rapping ski. They posted it. I don't think they would have been that aware about it, like if it weren't for catching fire from Complex Sports, because that's not their lane for real. And just seeing her at the Jazz games and everything now, bro, it's just like crazy how that clip like took off. But it's just like being able to identify moments like that that are sports specific but also crossover into like pop culture and hip-hop and when you can bridge the gap especially with somebody who's having a moment like sexy red is right now i feel like i don't know if i would say she's like the mvp of rap in 2023 but she definitely is one of the biggest stop risers for sure and so like when you have somebody when all this energy is just behind them and it seems like women and men alike fuck with her equally it seems like bro like you just gotta find ways to capitalize on it and, and give people something that they want to see. And I felt like that was something that people definitely were interested in seeing. Like the Jets were the hottest team this off season. Yeah. Sexy Red, probably the hottest rapper or one of the hottest rappers of the summer. And yeah, bro, Ski, one of the hottest records of the year. It was just like a perfect storm for her. So I was happy about that. And I was happy to see her get her moments to actually, you know, be on the sidelines on Monday night football, bro. Like, that's hard. That's that's crazy. That's a crazy look for it. I feel like she's everywhere right now. So, yeah, bro. I was I was really excited about that. I was happy to see that people really were as interested in that clip as I thought they were going to be. Because yeah, and that's it's tough. I mean, in social, it's very very hard to capture those moments. I mean, I know I know I hit the rent due very often on on a lot of a lot of social accounts because I, th- I feel like they're trying too hard to kind of capture a moment that, 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 you know, not always seems very, or doesn't always seem very organic. Right. So, you know, that was a moment that, you know, no one would have caught that. I don't think HBO would have caught it. Anybody would, you know, would have caught that offhand, but it took, it, it takes the right mind and, and the right person knowing what, what, what's happening um, to, to really capture that. For sure, bro. Like even HBO, like the week before the rookie on the Jets, he did the eight mile B rabbit. He did Eminem's last freestyle against, uh, uh, what's the old boy's name? Anthony Mackey's character, but he did the freestyle at the rookie talent show. And, you know, HBO caught that, but that's Eminem. Like, yeah. it goes without saying, bro. It's like, that's easy to catch. Like, it's not necessarily easy to catch, like, Sexy Red, because even though as big as or as hot as we, we know she is, I still feel like she hasn't quite, like, reached over all the way over to, like, 
being omnipresent to where everybody knows who she is at this point. I still feel like she's still growing. So, like you said, I don't think they would have caught it. I'm not 100%. I know for a fact ESPN and Bleach Report weren't going to jump on that immediately. So, it was just like you said, just being able to identify something and not be a like try hard or anything like just knowing it's, it's organic not not try, hard. Not, not try hard it's respecting the culture i think i think more than yeah. any, i think more than anything i, I think respecting what, what the culture brings and, and not coming at it from a point of trying to <laughs> capitalize off of it was a was is a is a major moment and i think it's lost especially when you, you walk a delicate line especially with complex like doing sports and I know that you um you previously worked you know with pierce a lot i think zion's still over there like you guys really kind of I won't say toe the line between culture, but you respect the line between the culture and what you guys are really trying to do. 100%, bro. Like, and I, I, I kind of take pride in that too, because like before Pierce it was just, it was me, Pierce Zion. And it was an all black vertical, bro. Like only all black vertical at the company. And like, I don't know what other sports companies, sports social media platforms have just, you know, three African-Americans or however many predominantly African-American teams. So I really wanted to like, you know, represent, not represent, but, you know, show respect. And like you said, respect the culture and, you know, bring our voice to the platform in, in a way that is authentic and, and is organic. And it's like you said, it's not trying hard. This is actually like what we engage in on a day to day. How crazy is it trying to run a sports account with so many, so many verticals trying to do that? I, I think that I, I look at every single day, there's like a new music blog that pops up and I think it's the same for like basketball. You'll have like hoops and you have shannon sharpie going at it and you know what i'm saying you have so many you have so many people trying to do so many things like how tough is it do you think just from that side trying to run such a big sports account like complex sports man it's 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 a it's competition bro not necessarily like competition with like the shannon sharpie accounts or anything like that but everybody is so many different outlets now besides just you know the typical Bleacher Report, ESPN, they're like the Titans. Like, Sports Center, they're going to be at the top forever just because that's what they are. But, like like you said, just those little sub-niche type of accounts like Shannon Sharpie or even NBA Central or Legion Hoops, like, it's a lot of different places where people can go to to get not just sports news, but, like, you know, funny, engaging content that's in relation to sports. So you got to kind of stay sharp and stay fresh. And, you know, try to think outside of the box to where you're still delivering the same content as everybody else because we're all basically posting the same type of things, but doing it in your own particular way that people will continue to come and want to consume it from you outside of everybody else, bro. So it's a challenge at times, but it's fun. Like, I enjoy what I do. I love being able to, you know, blend music, hip hop, pop culture. Yeah. And with sports, bro, because like, you know, since you know me, like, bro, that's all all the things I talk about. I live on a day to day. So being able to try to bring all the ideas and creations to life is is gratifying when it works out. I I want we're going to we're going to get into some NFL talk. I I, I know I got some NFL fans. I see Sid Sid in there. Shout out to Sid, who completely flopped last week in trivia. He's back again this week. But I know we got a Jets fan in the house. uh, Armand, who was on the show last week. Shout out to Armand. You know, it was it was Aaron Rodgers, right? That's his name. I think says that's his name. <laughs> that's his name. Hey, man. Is it his name? <laughs> no. Armand, what you, how you feeling, man? How, how you how, feeling? How's Armand Wilson, feeling about that? Is it the Wilson era or what, man? Because he's done for. Aaron Rodgers is, is absolutely done for the rest of his career. This is over for him. Um, <laughs> he had to go out like that. Uh, shout out to them for getting the W, for sure. 
Um, I definitely think they cheated. The refs cheated. They wanted a good story for 9-11. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Bro, there were so many penalties on that kick return. There was like a, 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 a back block, a holding. It was all type of shit going on in that kick return. But, um, and I just think that the, the punter, uh, I think the punter for the Bills, he was he's, he was on some shit. He was like, you know how the NFL got the script? He was playing his part in the script. And nigga tried to tackle. He tried to push tackle up. I don't know what the fuck he tried to do. That shit was crazy. So the Jets winning is a good 9-11. I kind of see what you're doing there, but I don't know if that was your purpose or intent. It was a good 9-11 story. It's like, yo, it's 9-11, Jets. Like, we about to, yeah, we about to win. But I'm seeing the double aunt Andre there. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out if this was intended by Josh. Usually Josh is different one of these, but he won't admit it. <laughs> I'll read the chat. The Jets won on 9 11 is crazy. <laughs> Come on, I'm not doing that. That's a crazy headline. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. No, sir. sir. No. <laughs> it is actually one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But but I, I think, you know, a lot of a lot of things came out about it is Aaron Rodgers is like hated though, right? Like people hate this nigga, right? Because all I heard all I saw was slander. He polarizing for sure, bro. He like, you know, he was in the darkness retreat this summer. I think didn't he say he didn't believe 9-11 happened? Didn't he say it was like he was a conspiracy theorist or some shit, bro? Like he's like he was not a believer in like 9-11 being real. So like it was hella funny seeing him run out with the flag. <laughs> Oh, 9/11. He definitely, uh, he definitely uh, said that he was immune, immunized, but not vaccinated, and lied, and they still let him play anyway. Wasn't that the whole thing? His his, his motherfucking Achilles not immunized, bro. It's just gone now. So. <laughs> he, he was doing all, he was doing all types of shit to to kind of avoid uh, the vaccine, I, and I think you know. You don't really hear too much about this until like the last couple of years about, you know, his personality. Right. Because I think in the pu- the public eye of NFL players is a lot. The, the spotlight's on him a lot more. Would you say that? Yeah, I mean, it, they the spotlight's on them a lot, but I don't think it's the same. It, it, oddly enough, like NFL is the much, much bigger sport. But I feel like NBA players are under the spotlight way more than yeah. NFL players, in my opinion, just because of visibility. Like. Aaron Rodgers is one of the biggest names in the sport for sure, but, you know, they play with a helmet on every Sunday, bro, and they only play, like, once a week, so it's kind of easier for them to, like, kind of skate by and just still have some type of anonymity, whereas, you know, NBA player LeBron, remember when before the Lakers played the Warriors, bro, in the the play-in a couple years ago, and LeBron went to that party the night before, like, with Drake and Michael B. Jordan and all of them, and there was, like, that huge deal about, you know, is he getting tested for COVID or whatever? Like, that was a bigger story than Aaron Rodgers shit. So I feel like the Aaron Rodgers shit, was, it was a big deal because it's Aaron Rodgers. But I feel like NFL players get to operate in a little bit more, you know, obscurity. Than yeah. I think it's, it's that. And then you, you mentioned the helmet thing. Also, I just think the NFL is just a more – and I hate to say lax, but it's a less scrutinized league, I think. I think they let a lot more get away as far as just, like, player conduct and things like that. Um, whereas, you know, the NBA, it's like, you fuck around and, and say the wrong thing on playing live, and you don't hear about it for <laughs> on, the, rest of the, the rest of the year. Like, it's just, that's how that shit goes on that side. So, um, I, I think about, you know, recent news is the Kai Jones shit. Yeah. 
it's like, you know, that's just probably happened to an NFL player 50 million times. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Kai Jones, I never heard of Kai Jones into this situation either. So it's like, even for that, like, he's a nobody who's kind of like become this story of the moment. Um, I think that's a little harder to do in the, in the NFL. I, and I know this is kind of break, like going to, we're switching leagues here, but that that's also a topic of conversation that, that I had about the reaction to him, you know, being on his Playboy Cardi shit as and and the reaction to that as opposed to, you know, what was come out about the the Houston Rockets player, you know, you don't you don't really see too many people on his team kind of coming out and and you know saying that, hey, I don't fuck with that. But when 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 that when that kid was fucking on them drugs, they was like, look at this kid. What the fuck's going on? Like what, what are your thoughts on that? And that's the thing. I hate that that that's even a a, a story or connotation to the whole to both events. If they happen so close together, I think it's hard to. No, but I, I think one, I mean, obviously is a little more funny and a little more lighthearted than the other. <laughs> um, the Kai Jones shit is troubling for sure, but he's on live. He's acting a fool. He's not hurting anyone. And, and, and like, it's not, it's not a story where you even, it deserves a reaction. Like, I mean, it, it, it got a reaction of a funny reaction from teammates and people commenting on it and saying little things. And he's still kind of going off. He just has some some Instagram comments talking about players on his team that he's better than. The Kevin Porter Jr. situation is like just tragic all around, and and is you is nothing has to be said. That dude is a horrible human being, um, and it's like there's no there's nothing for his teammates to come out and say. Right, <laughs> like we know what it is already. So like I, I hate that that's like being compared. Um, that's a that's a real unfortunate event. Um, I hope, you know, that, I mean, I, not even, I hope he's going to be dealt with as he should be, um, by the court of law, by the NBA, by her family and everybody in between. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it hate, I hate that. That's like, I know. Cause I saw like a Twitter thread where people were saying that like, Oh, people were quick to ostracize Kyrie Jones, but not Kevin Porter. And it's like the two things are not one and the same at all. And, and again, to, to y'all's point about the scrutiny, it's like, NBA so scrutinized and their players like you know we didn't mention this at all but like their players are also outspoken you know what I'm saying a lot more outspoken than I ever see NFL players be that's why they want them to say something about it because like you say something you know what I mean like I, I think that the scrutiny is just so much higher because it's just such a more really like expressive league in, in a lot of ways than the NFL is to me you know the crazy part about it I feel like NFL players are more outspoken, but nobody gives a fuck what they got to say. <laughs> <laughs> they they like, run at other men with helmets on every Sunday. It's just, I just feel like, you know, there's like NFL players that say a lot more and do a lot more political wise and just like social issues. And like, they just have a lot more alternative thoughts and views and they are, they're public with it, but it, no one cares. Um, I think, yeah, to your point, the NBA is a lot more scrutinized, and I think a lot of the players in the NBA are a lot more safe with just their thoughts until they retire. Yeah. You know, and you look at a person like Gilbert Arenas or Rasheed Wallace, like, now that they're retired, they're just kind of spilling the beans on everything. <laughs> but you know, in the league, it's like, you'll get fined so quick for just, you know, talking to the wrong person, let alone whatever you say. So, um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a difference, man. It's a big difference, and it's interesting to see, like, post uh players like post retirement just how players kind of react in the NFL and the NBA yeah um, I'm thinking about AB right now just the shit he's been saying like even someone like OJ Simpson it's like even retired the things they say 
are tame, or no, that are the things the NBA players say now are tame compared to the things OJ and AB say. Oh, absolutely. Yo, can we talk about Loki? Like how wild it is that OJ is just like on podcast right now, just like <laughs> talking to Cam and Mace. <laughs> like, what the fuck is twenty twenty three, bro? Like, like how is that even a thing? Like OJ. Yeah, OJ Simpson's more of a pop culture figure than he is an NFL player at this point. So it's like, I don't even think about him in the football sense when I see him doing stupid shit like that. We appreciate you tuning in to this week's Black Print Radio replay. Big shouts out to Cam for stopping by and sharing the latest with us this week. And thanks to the chat gang for enjoying the show live on AMP. If you missed it, you can hear the entire replay with music sets and more on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash blackprint. Or follow the Black Print on Spotify. You'll see our printer feed banner right on that channel for subscribers. This allows you to support the Black Print directly to unlock all of our AMP replays bonus episodes early content and more and as always you can catch us next wednesday and every wednesday same time same place 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern only on amp